I live my life a quarter mile at a time. Nothing else matters. I have a tuna. I'm in your face. Welcome back to the Fast Five Minute Podcast, a podcast where we normally talk about the 2001 smash hit movie five minutes at a time, uh, The Fast and the Furious. But this week, we're doing something a little different and a little special because I don't know if you know this audience, but a blockbuster came out, theaters are open, and me and Guard both saw F9 opening night. My name is Stone, and with me is Guard. Guard, how are you doing this Sunday I, afternoon? You know what? I'm doing great. I'm happy to be here. Um, I'm going to give our audience a little more credit, Stone. I think they did know the movie came out. Of course they did. They're smart. That was a joke. That was I think a we playful have the banter smartest between audience me. in uh, all of podcasts. The smartest, pound for That's pound? That's right. Yeah, huh. I would say that's so. A bi- that's a big flex, but shout out audience. It. Shout out to our brainiac audience. Mm-hmm. The smartest and the most good-looking audience. So yeah, it is the Sunday after this movie came out. We both saw it, um, and we're excited to talk about it. I'm excited to talk about it. I've seen all of them. Uh, and guard. I've seen uh, most of one now. <laughs> most of one. You've been along for that right, audience. I've seen, boy, what else have I seen? I saw Tokyo Drift when I was in middle school. Awesome, great choice. That one slaps. And I've seen one. Tokyo Drift's a good one to have seen. (laughs) I saw one where Dom raced a car in Cuba at the start of it. Whatever one that one is. Tell me. Raced a car in in Cuba. Oh, I believe that's eight. I think that's the one right before this one. Sure. Yeah. I don't know. Jay probably knows. Jay, tweet at us. (laughs) Um, yeah, so we're here to talk about it. We're going to start with a little non-spoiler at the beginning. So uh, if you haven't seen it, you don't have to run away just yet. We'll tell you when we're doing spoilers. But also, I don't think that matters that much for this movie. Not at because all. Because it's bizarre all, and all yeah. over the place. And But if you don't want any spoilers, uh, that's fair. And we'll let you know when we're getting into those. Also, a little warning to everyone listening. I'm dying to get into the spoilers. So, you know, listener beware. Might, it, spoilers might be coming in fast and furious in this pod but uh as of right now we're spoil free so just for now for now for now big for now uh guard for this very special episode do we have a very special sponsor i do i'm glad you asked i've been saving a very special sponsor spot for this episode i knew it uh, this is a real sponsor, a real person. I didn't make any of this. Well, I made, I wrote the ad, but I didn't make the person up. The person is single. You'll see why that's relevant in a second. <laughs> and they actually paid us. Great. All Love of this ad is 100% correct and real. <laughs> and All Stone, right. by the way, we're bringing in a chunk of change on ad spots at this point. That's great. We need it. Are you wondering where I'm storing it at all? You told me last podcast, it's in your Venmo. <laughs> no, I've cashed oh. it out. Oh, you've cashed out. Where are you storing it now? It's now cash on my dresser table. Perfect. Couldn't be more secure. And since we've doxxed ourselves and our fans know where we live, terrifying that I mentioned that. I'll just say it's under $10. <laughs> so if uh, they're robbing you, they're going to be awfully disappointed. Yes, there's... That's the total cash in my apartment. Please don't rob me. (laughs) 
All right, let's uh, get to this 100% anyway. accurate, 100% true ad. That I'm Without very further ado, this week's very special F9 episode brought to you by Adam. Adam. Looking for an excellent Dungeons & Dragons DM that you can be romantically involved with? Ooh. Want to date a future politician and accept brides, bribes as a head of state? Oh, yeah. Living in Laramie or anywhere else in the world and looking to get steamy? Date Adam. <laughs> wow, the head? Wait, so he runs Dungeons & Dragons. He's the DM? He uh, is in a current campaign, not as a DM, but not he's as a DM. Looking, he he also has DM'd and will in the future. Okay, great. So if you you're know looking he's... for preferential treatment, that oh, dating. I was going to say, you know, he has great communication skills as a DM. He has correct, to. correct. So that probably translates into him being a great lover. <laughs> I would think so. I would think so. Cool. Um, now this, I, I'm going to also read some highlights just of his actual dating profile since he paid us money. <laughs> he, uh, nerdy, right. outgoing, up for any kind of adventure. He's very kind, compassionate, loves playing board games, uh, obviously. He's always on the hunt to find more people that he share, th- to share that with. He enjoys volunteering. Uh, wow. he's very open-minded, loves to make friends, and would enjoy, uh, getting to know someone over a cup of coffee or pinball. Adam didn't write that himself. A friend did, so he's also not huh. conceited. <laughs> That's great to know. If I wasn't taken, I might try to date Adam. Yeah, Seems I like think. A cool uh, dude. Yeah, he's he's open to some options. So let him roll in. Uh, to contact Adam, please email us at <laughs> yeah, well, thefastfivepod at gmail I didn't know. I didn't five. know this was becoming a matchmaking podcast, but I kind of love it. Hey, they pay us the money. We'll do whatever, you know. We'll do whatever. We're we're desperate. I hope I gave the right email. Yes, I did. The fast five number five pod at gmail.com to look into dating Adam. (laughs) Well, that's a great opening. I love it. Um, (laughs) Good luck to Adam. (laughs) Best of luck. I don't even know who this fella is, but good luck to him. (laughs) Thanks Um, for uh, thanks for buying the ad spot. Appreciate you. Guard, is that all you have up front? Yes. Okay. Great. I have a little game I'd like to play with you um, just to get into this talk about this I movie. I fucking love games, man. Dude, it's a good one. We So th- we just watched the ninth installment of the Fast Saga. Is there um, a prize to the game, Stone? My respect. And finally sending me the goddamn stickers, maybe. <laughs> Those are going out today. So okay. gr- great news. If I win. Um, <laughs> no, no matter what, I need to send them out. I'm I need stakes to the game, Stone. What? Okay, I mean... okay. If you win, I'll send them out one day early. If not, you have to wait one extra day. Okay. So there's been nine movies. We just watched the ninth. We are currently watching the first for the podcast. You know that yes. audience. But guard, can you mm. name the title as they're written in the Wikipedia page? Because that's the list I found as they were oh, released shit. of all nine movies. Because. The naming convention of these are hilarious. So can, can you like do that? Seven out of nine, correct for the one yeah, day yeah, sure. Okay. I'll, I'll I'll rate how good you do. So <clears throat> guard the first one that came out in two thousand one. What was it called? The Fast and the Furious. The Fast and the Furious is correct. Number two came out in two thousand three. Has a best sequel <laughs> name of all time, maybe. Let me just say for the first one that we've been watching for like 13 hours i was really terrified that it was the fast and furious and i added the <laughs> and i'm really happy nope, i got that it's one right the fast and the, the furious. furious yes yep. okay Second number one. two too fast too furious 
nailed it. The number two in there because awesome. Great, one of the greatest names of any movie ever. Guard, what's the this third? Is, this is where we get hazy. Yeah, what's the third? I believe the third is the Fast and the Furious Tokyo Drift. Nailed it. Absolutely oh, nailed it. God. There's a colon in there, but I'll give you uh, some leeway. Thank you. Um, what about number four? Now, this is where I'm fucked here. Number four is called... Oh, boy. There's gotta <laughs> be... I'm trying to think in my head some stupid fucking way to put four. Um, Boy. Number four. I know number four has a weird name, because I think the next one's just Fast Five. So I'm gonna say... Oh, man. <laughs> I have no clue what number four is, I and I'm, a, I'm not an cheating answer. either. Uh, Fast and Furious 4. Wrong. This is the soft reboot of the series that is just called Fast and Furious with an ampersand. Oh, I knew that. Gosh. No four in there at all. That's brutal. It's a, it's a tricky one. I knew what there about, was one without a the in there. What about the fifth movie, Guard? <laughs> Fast Five. Fast Five. You nailed it. Okay, Simple to the point. Five. Um, what about number six? This came out in 2013. Oh, shit, man. Ah, boy. Um, number six has got to be... God, I have no clue on number six either. It... Give me a hint. Does it have six in it anywhere? <laughs> it does. You're kidding me. It does. It has six in it. Are you... What could that possibly be? Um... <gasps> oh, man. You're kidding me. Uh, f- Fat. Oh, you just boy. don't think. Just go. That's all. That's what you got to do with these. You can't think too much about Fur- it. Furious Six: The Fastening. N- uh, no, wrong. It is Fast and Furious with an ampersand Six. Uh-huh. Fast and oh, Furious that's Six. Boom. Very on the nose. That's lame. Yeah, very lame. One of the lamer titles. What about Seven? <laughs> See here. Okay, so I know the next two after this. So if I get this one right, I I, I win the prize. Okay. Seven's the one that the big blowout one that everyone's all up in their feels about, correct? I yeah, and I'd go out on a limb and say my personal favorite. I think it's the best movie in the franchise. Does it have seven in it? There is a number seven in it, correct? I'm just gonna say Fast and Furious Seven then with the ampersand. That's wrong. It's <sighs> Furious Seven. Oh my god! Furious Seven. So stupid dude. And for the oh eighth, my god, the fate of the Furious. <laughs> the fate of the Furious. There's no fast in there. There's not an eight. The fate of the furious, but it rhymes with eight, so I guess we'll go with it. And uh, the ninth one, guard. Fast nine. Wrong. That's wrong. What? You're wrong. Fast and furious nine? No, it's just F9. Oh, fuck. Are you serious? Dude, That's the actual gone, official yeah, title? They've gone full Madonna on this shit, where they kicked out words altogether. It's a letter and a number F9. You're telling me the title of the movie I just saw is literally titled F9. F9. Nine. Oh my god, that's so fucking stupid. Awesome. Well, so, I'm furious. Yeah, that makes no sense. And then the 10th is uh, currently titled Untitled 10th Film. I'm sure it will be titled something fucking stupid. And would you like a bonus point for the one spinoff movie that I haven't seen? Oh, yes. Uh, it's called Hobbs and Shaw. 
wrong. There's more to it than that. Of course there is. It's Fast and Furious Presents, colon, Hobbs and Shaw. There are two ampersands in that one. Dude, that's not how you title movies. It's not. That's like, they might as well title it like Corona, brought to you by Corona in the actual title, man. It's it's called Fast and Furious Presents, Hobbs and Shaw. Yes. Holy yes, fuck, that's what that's it's dumb. called. But God, it's so you can tell so the power. Even the movie title loves power movies as much as Dom does because they got to the ninth and they didn't even put a fucking word in F nine. You know By what the it way, is? F9. Listeners, this might awesome. be a long episode. Oh, it's gonna be way too long. Let me tell you what we're talking that's about. So dumb, dude. I hate these movies so much. That your game just got me in the mood to rip on the Let's ninth do one it, hard dude. as hell, dude. Let's do it. Dude, we have so much to talk about. This movie was like two and a half hours long, which is entirely too long for yeah. a dumb action movie. Um, well, let's give our impressions first and maybe some ratings okay. Okay. so we I can think still before, non-spoilery. Before we do that, let's get into the movie, but I'd love to hear you tell me the IMDb uh, summary of this movie with no spoilers. You have to give it to me as someone no who's seen- A no-spoiler summary. A no-spoilers couple-sentence summary. Is this, So am I trying to do what IMDb said, or do you want the guard version? I want the guard version. Tell okay, me what sure. you think I happened in this movie. I can definitely do that. Uh, here's the IMDb summary as off the cuff by guard. As retold by guard. Uh, eight or nine morons uh, that <laughs> are surprisingly good at driving vehicles Uh, are called upon to save the world when all other governments on Earth are otherwise occupied for some reason. Mm -hmm. The eight or nine morons have love interests between them, so buckle your seatbelts as Fast and Furious goes to new heights. Wink, (laughs) wink. Wow, that was really good. Thank you. That reminds me that you are, in fact, an English major when you come up with <laughs> What, just because of the gems. last part that was fun at the end? No, it was, it was just well thought out. I couldn't have done that. <laughs> oh, thank you. I appreciate that. Well, that's a great summary, and that is basically what happens in this movie. Um, would you like my impressions, my non-spoilery impressions? I love them, yeah. I f- fucking love this movie. Of I thought it was did. awesome. Of but also, I'm fully aware how not great this movie is. Like the well, dialogue I... is awful. The the action is like Dude. something thought up by like a middle school or and like scribbled down in a notebook. Um, yeah, correct. The, the the cast of characters is there's too many characters, man. Oh I've God, seen all the so movies, dumb. and there is multiple times where I'm like, wait, who the who's this? Should I know who this person is? I'm um, glad because I I thought I was just like didn't see all the movies so i don't know who anyone is holy hell there's a lot of people in dude this movie. i watched six seven and eight within the last month and there was times where i was lost and i'm like should i know who this what the, they trip, man yeah they they're talking like i should know who this person is but i have zero recollection um but that just makes it fun because when there's a bazillion characters fun. they can just pick and choose and bring people back, and you go, oh, that guy, or whatever. And Dude, they have scenes in this movie totally unrelated to the other scenes until, like, the last one. And if you're thinking, oh, what great storytelling. They all tie together at the end? Not really. Barely. They, 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 I mean, they just kind of make up wild situations in that the, the people fucking off in the other scene will have something to do at the end. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, 
it was again wasn't good like i don't know <laughs> i don't know if i'd consider any of these movies like good movies no. but it's definitely not the best in the series i think that goes to like the first one five was about six, street racing i think five six and seven are the strongest i'll um, withhold judgment on all the other ones i'll just say this one was really bad but also five like um like four through now is like a whole different tone than the first three and like they kind of they're aware of the dumb movie they're making like there's scenes where they're they talk about how the characters are aware of how stupid everything is around them which i enjoyed to the extent of like it's not taking itself seriously and it knows what it is to an extent like it's a Um, shitty action movie yeah that's bonkers but that's what i showed up for and that's what i got so i'm here for what's it a, i mean what's a comparison like a contemporary movie comparison to this or even non-contemporary like there really isn't one because it's just it's like an action movie with that was given a budget that was much much too high oh too too high man way too i high. mean but like I, I'm, I was thinking like even rambo would be like kind of in the same thematic vein as this but Rambo like had a emotional storyline to it at least, you know. No, dude, this is this is like this is closer like there's no to... stakes whatsoever in this movie. This is closer to like Justice League than it is to Rambo. I would, yeah, I agree with you. Like it's just over the top. Like it's so it's so out there. It's it's like a a slightly better Transformers. <laughs> That's a perfect one. Th- this movie is perfectly like transformers yes it might as well have been directed by michael bay no way dude i think and and this is so this was directed by justin lynn who had directed tokyo drift fast and furious fast five and fast and furious six and then he's doing nine and ten he didn't do seven or eight justin you made a really shitty movie but i get it i totally get it you wanted a huge payday you and you did exactly what you were asked to do and the hordes of people that went to this movie <laughs> obviously are showing that he did the job he was hired to do. This just broke. I mean, this has the highest box office since 2019. I just saw, and it's been out for three days. Yeah, no, it's a great return to the cinema, and you don't have to know much. You have to show up and watch Vin Diesel do crazy car shit for two hours, and that's here's kind of what it. I'm saying though: is Justin proud? Dude, of his work like on his deathbed justin looks back so assuming he does f10 f9 and f10 and never gets yeah. hired for a movie again because they're so fucking dog shit and he's on his <laughs> deathbed and he's looking back uh at his life is he proud of the work he's done like it, can he sit there and be like i really provided for my family like i made a ton of money Dude, he made a i'm shit super ton of proud of that but in his heart of hearts is he also like fuck the movies i directed were fucking terrible i think and i think you're not wrong. This movie isn't good, but I think you, I will give the director of this so much more credit than the writers because I think directing yeah, this it takes a lot fair. of talent that's to fair. direct this. And it's he did like, have a ton of personalities that he brought together in a fun question mark way. <laughs> question mark? No, and I think I think uh, a director of this should be proud because there's so many moving parts and explosions and cars and like. You have to wrangle all these A-list celebrities and, like, come out yeah. with a passable movie at the end, which he totally did. And I think that's, like, it takes a special kind of director. Like, you, we like so to shit on Michael say, Bay. Justin, Justin did really well 
for what he was given. And I think that's fair to say. He did a great job for yeah. what he was given. The writers, fuck you. But also, I think this movie's fun for Justin, too, because he directed Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift. So he, like, created the character of Han and Sean and Twinkie. We're getting in spoiler alert territory. Uh, they they were in trailers. It's not. They're okay. in trailers. That's that's fair game that they're in this movie. They're on the fucking poster. Well, <laughs> we're, I mean, we're about 20 minutes in. We might as well yeah. just get to the spoiler alert and go forward from here, right? Yeah. Okay. So final thoughts on it before we get into spoilers. Um, if you're into dumb action movies, like I am as much as I'm into indie bullshit movies. Yeah. Go see it. It's, if you haven't been to a movie theater in a while, go turn off your brain for two hours and watch Vin Diesel do car shit. Cause why not? I mean, my, my final thoughts, uh, I can't give it that much credit, man. I, it was, (laughs) it was, it was really bad. It was not a good movie. I hope I'm not like alienating. We have a lot of just like hardcore Fast and Furious fans that we are. might be losing. I'm sorry, everyone. Stone liked the movie, so please it. don't unfollow us on our socials. It wasn't a good movie. It was it was bad. No, it was a bad movie. You're not wrong. It was a pretty bad movie when you're uh, logically breaking it down like we're going to do. We but might not. A... Maybe we shouldn't release this special. No, we will. Because we're going to alienate the actors that we want to eventually be on the podcast. <laughs> we're going to alienate some of our fans that follow us just because they like the Fast and Furious. The thing just is, know, is... going forward, just know, uh, you send your hate my way. Stone likes these movies. <laughs> and it's the thing of, like, you're allowed to not like this movie, and you're allowed to like this movie. Just like what you like, and talk about what you want to talk about. Because, like, I'll see a, a, an indie... A, an indie French movie, and I'll like that. But if you tell me that's a boring <clears throat> piece of shit movie, you're also right. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. If you if you want to criticize this movie for how structurally not sound it is with all of the crazy scenes and cameos, you're fine to do that. But you're also allowed to like it for what it is, which is explosions and grunting and family. <laughs> yes. Now, that being said, I'm not going to censor myself. So if No, you... please don't. If you don't want to hear my my honest take on the movie, which I've been pretty clear about so far, <laughs> maybe come back to us for the non-special episodes going forward. And I'm just going to, with that being said, there was one specific actor, and this might jeopardize our chance of ever getting Vin Diesel on the show. It's not him, but I, I feel like he loves this actress. She did such a fucking bad job, and she's not a good actor, and I... I think that's why I assume she's not in any other movies besides the Fast and the Furious franchise. Who are we talking about? Dom's. I don't know what they are at this point. Wife, girlfriend. Letty. Yeah. She's such a fucking bad actor, dude. Michelle Rodriguez is uh, currently his wife in this movie. Dude. Yeah, she's not good. I mean, I can't imagine she's a classically trained actor, to be honest with you. Like, <laughs> no, you're and who absolutely. am I? Right, like fuck me. I, I'm not either. Like I have no idea what makes a good actor or whatever. So, you, so fuck me if you hear this, Michelle Rodriguez, and you're famous and successful. But she did a bad job in this movie. It, she was so fucking stiff, man. And every <laughs> line she delivered was just like the stiffest, cringiest shit. I mean, and I she don't... didn't have a lot to work with, like line wise. <laughs> she was given really cringy oh, lines to deliver too. Yeah. But no, fuck, every time she was on screen, I was like, oh, this is so bad. Again, you're you're not wrong at all. But I also just disregard that because, I mean, I can internalize and disregard that while watching the movie because, 
were also talking about hacking everything ever for some reason with special computers that are circles or something. So if you want to break it down that much, yeah, nobody was great in this movie. But also, mm, do do people go to these for an Emmy? You know, fair enough. I mean, I, when, I just when looked you up her IMDb up to... and she's in a piss load of movies too. So I guess what do I know? But yeah, and maybe she's better in those. Like I she hope gets, so, man. She gets... I, it feels like she just didn't give a fuck when she filmed and, this, and, and she's fair, like, "Give me a she... ton of money." To be fair, she probably doesn't because she is just there to get fucking a ton of money, just like everyone else, like, yeah. you know? Now, that being said, though, in this current movie we're watching, the first one, she it's like a, she does well in it. She's really yeah. good in the first movie. But She but doesn't seem stiff. She seemed like, I can believe that no, you're she's the character right. she's playing in the first one. And then in this one, I'm like, she clearly has no investment in this acting she's doing in the ninth one. But also think about the motivating factors in the first one. Like, it's down in the streets, it's personality-driven, it's, like, trying to figure out the dynamic between Dom and Brian, and, like, how that yeah. works out, him being undercover, and then in this one, her motivation is, we have to stop the bad guy before they get the supercomputer and do the big hack. It's, like, so yeah. stupid, I don't know it's how a... you give a good performance around that, but... I guess, at this point in the show, because a lot of people, I assume, <laughs> are gonna listen to the podcast without ever seeing F9 or with seeing it after they listen to this... So I'm going to tell like the plot of the a basic plot of the movie. So huge spoiler alert. But again, you really don't need to stop listening because there's no stakes to this. It doesn't movie matter. Whatsoever. No, it doesn't. Nothing matters. <laughs> like what you think is going to happen happens in this movie. There's no twists. Oh, that's such a perfect. Yeah. What you think is going to happen for sure happens. <laughs> yeah. So basically these people and this is a, this was an insane shock for me. Like I knew that they were all doing like stupidly over their pay grade stuff at this point but yeah about it, the about the fourth movie they get into like doing big heist superhuman CIA shit and it's it, only gone it up it makes no that. fucking sense and i don't get why this movie franchise grosses so much money besides just people like think of it and they're like big name actors and <laughs> cool effects i this movie's cool because of those two things smashed together it makes no fucking sense why they're doing what they're doing. So, movie overview, these, like, eight random fucking people that are really good friends with each other or whatever. Family, oh, really good friends. They're fucking family, man. Fine. They're Put fucking some respect family. on the they're family. They're such good friends. They're family. Exactly. Uh, have it's graduated from, movie. like, car racing to now, in this movie, there's, like, some sort of device that can, like, somehow set off all the nuclear missiles on Earth. That's been broken into two halves plus a key, <laughs> so it's really just three parts they need three to collect. Parts. They, they say need in three a parts. really dumb way the whole movie. Uh, and some evil villain uh, who's played by fucking John Cena, who's also not a good actor, by the way. Oh, dude, he is a good actor. That's now the thing. He, he's not. Okay, famous. I mean, he's the best actor in this movie, which is upsetting because he's a fucking WWE wrestler. Dude, uh, hey, don't don't shit on WWE wrestlers. WWE wrestlers are some of the better actors out there. Dave Bautista, mm, great. Okay, let me just clarify what I said. When I say he's not a good actor, he it, he does act very well in this movie, and it's fun to see him in this in the role. Like he's cast really well for what he's asked to do. He's now a good actor, but I'm just saying, like, holy fuck, like 
that's <laughs> oh my god dude it's so no, insane he's he's a perfect uh he's a perfect other side to vin diesel because yes. they're both Spoiler alert, like he's his brother yeah okay we knew that from the trailer he is jacob toretto dom has a brother a younger brother jacob toretto so and anyway Gar- this guy's okay. trying to continue yeah so continue your uh overview <laughs> so this fucking guy his oh. brother who which is insane that these two brothers, so one's an international crime stopper and one does international crimes. And the, well, I'm pro- he- sorry, sorry, <laughs> listeners, I'm probably going to blow your eardrums out with how outrageous this movie is. But Guard, you got to get through our overview. So I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Details. So there's two things and they can blow up nukes and like eight people are trying to stop it. Jacob, the brother, and some rich asshole who is also an incredible actor. We'll get to that later. Uh, are trying to blow up the world or sell it to a bidder or whatever. And for some reason to do so, they have to uh, launch and hijack a fucking satellite They have to hijack a satellite. Awesome. <laughs> so cool. To launch all the nukes in the world. Is there any logic to any of this? Fuck no. Not no, even and close. It's just, it's just that classic action movie thing where we need to get the things in this movie. There's three of them. Two halves of a computer and a key. And then we can do another thing, which is launch, hack governments and launch nukes. I mean, that's all it is. Bad guys are trying to get a thing to do a bad thing. The good guys are trying to stop the bad guys from doing said bad thing. Yes. Uh, Insanity ensues. They drive cars in between scenes. I mean, The biggest criticism I have, and it's by far not a new take, how the flying fuck... Are these eight people the ones called upon and qualified to stop this from happening? <laughs> well, guard, I I know that's a hot take, but they have done uh, other insane shit in the past, which they weren't qualified for. Right, but, but why? The, why did they do that in the past? Okay, let me think about the. Did they, was there any sort of montage at any point where they went through fight training, where they? Uh, were selected by an elite military group or any reason at all why they are qualified to do this task. So let me give you a quick breakdown of the movies. The first three, I guess the first two, they do little crimes. We know that Mm -hmm. from the carjackings in Mm -hmm. Fast and the Furious. Um, Then we get Tokyo Drift, which kind of isn't about crimes. It's kind of just about driving. It's like the most car forward one. It's why I like it. And has the worst accent of all time. Oh, dude, awful. I love it. Um, and then we get the fourth movie where they do, like, drug running for a cartel. Okay? And then okay. we get the f- the fifth movie where they do a big heist. They do a big, big heist and, like, rob a big bank. Um, that's where The Rock shows up and he's, like, trying to catch them. In Fast and Furious 6, The Rock calls on them to help him because he saw them do a big heist. Cool. Um, yeah. In 7... I think the same thing happens where The Rock calls on him because they did a big heist. <laughs> okay. In eight, I think the same thing happens where The Rock calls oh on gosh. them because one time they did a big heist. And in nine, Mr. Nobody calls on them because one time they did a big heist. So what a stupid fucking character name. But by the point, by, by nine, they've done a lot of shit. They fought a submarine. They've battled a tank. They did a big heist. <laughs> they've dra- ran money under the Mexican border. Some okay. of them drifted in Tokyo. I'm not you hearing know. anything about how they could build, launch, <laughs> and survive a spacecraft. Yeah, that's a bit of a stretch since the last time we saw those guys, they were just doing a good drift in Tokyo. So um, let's, yeah, let's get to that part. No, 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 okay, before we get to that, 
let's talk about a little bit of the story revelations we get in this movie that we've actually talked about in our podcast from the first one. That's true. We get, we get, we get tons of flashbacks. Obscene, an obscene amount of flashbacks. A huge amount of flashbacks where we get a young Dom Toretto, a young Jacob Toretto, and we get to see the moment his father fucking died in a fiery explosion that and, he just talked yeah. about in the yeah, first one. Yeah, we get to one. see that moment and the awesome. moment where Dom beats a man almost to death with a wrench. Yeah, two things talked about at great length in the first movie we get flashbacks to in the ninth, which, again, okay, so these movies Way are stupid. Way too many flashbacks. These movies are stupid. I get in that. In sepia, to let us know it's in the past. <laughs> it's old, yeah. Holy fuck. I get that these movies are stupid, but I also just love a good, uh, I don't know, building world of a building. story. Yeah. yeah, and it's world building, but it's just like dumb world building where we get oh, to see yeah, the things is. that they've talked about and like they're retconning deaths to be faked. And like, it's all of they're these- also just shoehorning in that he has a brother, by the way. Yeah, well, they don't we discuss learned that from his the brother at all up until now. Like, but you we, think, uh, you would think like- <laughs> Like, so we find out that Jacob, Dom has known about this for quite some time, that Jacob, uh, so Dom up until this point has been under the suspicion that Jacob killed his father on purpose by doing, by by fucking with his engine before the race. Yeah, we get the revelation that the blown up race car actually happened because Jacob, played by John Cena, brother of Dom, cut his fuel line so when he crashed there was an open fuel line causing him to explode it's so Um, strange then that dom doesn't mention this terrible murder and betrayal when he's talking about it in the first movie it is It's almost as if like they completely (laughs) fucking made that up for the ninth movie it's almost as if that first movie came out literally 20 years ago (laughs) yeah which is fucking ridiculous. It's, don't okay, don't then rewrite right. the previous movies. Get a new idea. You're absolutely don't right. Don't be like, by the way, he, there was also but a I brother also, there. I hard disagree. I love that they're connecting all these because it's rewarding. If you've seen every one of these dumb movies, it's rewarding because guess what? There's characters from Tokyo Drift. There's characters Dude, from the second one. Re- We're bringing back plot. That's not rewarding. Rewarding is rewarding is Marvel purposely planning out twenty years. Rewarding no, is no. J.K. Rowling planning out seven movies from the first movie, and then the reward is you see the horror crux in the sixth movie, and then it shows up in the same place in the seventh. The reward for Marvel right. is you see Thor at the end of Iron Man one, and then they work together in Avengers. There is no reward in the Fast and Furious people saying. Oh, by the way, you dumb fucking viewer, this guy was here. You're absolutely right. Those are better (laughs) examples of what they're doing in here. But I still love it. They're tying it all together. They're making this whole thing feel more like one big weird amalgamation of cars, grunting, and family instead of nine separate movies. And I like that. I'm here for it. I'm glad you enjoy it. My biggest offension with this movie is just like how badly it can be done and how much fucking money it can make. It's offensive to me. It shouldn't be. It just, guard, you have to turn off your brain and just enjoy what's being made because I want everything to be as great as the Avengers arcs and get the payoff of Infinity War. I want that with every movie. 
but you're not going to get that with every movie. So you have to find joy in little things, like them calling back to Fast and the Furious 1 in the ninth. I want good movies to make a ton of money in box offices. I don't want Transformers and Fast and Furious to make a ton of money, so there's nine Fast and Furious movies and fucking five Transformers movies. Guard, my favorite movie of all time is uh, Blade Runner. Hot take. Is Blade Runner? One of them is Blade Runner twenty forty nine, and that movie made almost zero dollars. I might be depressing. It's so depressing. I'm one of twelve people that saw that movie in theaters, and it's one of my favorite movies. One of the other ones. Yeah, it's 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 depressing, depressing, dude. But you just gotta you just gotta smile through it and love all movies and just hope that. Uh, that uh, things, good things, still get made, even though they don't make money. People of the world. That's not here, about here's this movie. a Here's a, a quick PA to the people of the world, and then I'll get off my high horse, okay? <laughs> okay, okay. And, and just let me know, just let you know, I'm up there with you, but I'm just trying to smile yeah, through it. Yeah, I, I appreciate <laughs> it, because we need a positive on the show, for sure. But I'm just going to say, people of the world, don't bitch about remakes and prequels and sequels and and say like oh man i wish there was less of these if you don't go see original movies in theaters you're absolutely right see and i can confidently say that because i will see this and i'll see kong versus godzilla but also i'll go see some weird indie foreign that's what i'm saying you and i I will also go see a24 (laughs) movies yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. But we're like one of 16 fucking people that see those, and then the entire Earth is like, I'll go see this okay movie because I know it's okay. And there's explosions in it. Lots yeah. and lots of explosions in it. All right, I'm done being preachy. Okay. Let's move on. Let's get let's 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 work through this a little bit. So we start early learning about his dad and introducing his brother um as Which, by young way, dumb. The the people they cast as young Dom and young Jacob look nothing fucking like they didn't. They really didn't. Oh my didn't. god. They really There's didn't. There's 7 I'll billion just... people in the world, man. Find one that looks like it or use your millions of dollars to I digitally it, make them look like it. It really... You know what? I'm going to say put money into explosions other than recreating a young Vin Diesel. Because I was <laughs> off-put. I was off-put. I'm like, who the fuck is this guy? Yeah, but as soon as I... You don't even realize that they're the same characters until you get but the story. As soon as I realized, oh, this is a little dumb, and then they keep going back to him, it's good enough. Fucking fine. Whatever. I guess, man. But I think... Okay, so we get the car crash, and then we get a flash-forward to Letty Whoever the casting Dom. director was, I'm just gonna say, fuck you, too. <laughs> Dude, but they brought in they brought in uh, John Cena, which I think was a fine, great addition fine. to just good job insanity. casting guy. <laughs> but then we get Dom and Letty, and they're just having a, a little nice time on their ranch, and they have a child. And oh his name's yeah, I need, whole, I need an explanation there too. Is that not Letty's child? Okay, can yeah, tell me what you think that is because it's. I bizarre. thought it was Brian's kid. I thought so. Huge spoiler! I thought Brian was fucking dead. He's not in the universe. I thought thought in the seventh movie that I haven't seen, he died Mm -hmm. because in my head I was like, Paul Walker died. The only respectful way to 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 like get him out of the franchise is to kill off his character. Because I mean, that's what every movie does, right? Like every movie does. You're not wrong. If the actor dies in real life. The you find a way thing to kill to him. Do off. Is to kill him in the movie franchise. Dude, here's a hot take for me. So canonically, in this 
in the fast universe, Brian is not dead. At the end of seven, they split paths. They drive their cars in separate ways, but he just is out of the crime life and he's focusing yeah. on family. Which, right. So hot I thought take, that was. I thought that was. I assume that was. Bri- Sorry. Go ahead with your hot. Take, no so. hot take. I love that. I love that Brian is still alive in this franchise, even though um, Paul Walker, rest his soul, is no longer with us. Because why? I mean, the it's kind of nice. Like it's heartwarming it's a, to us, right? Like it's a it's a it's a dumb movie franchise where they do the dumbest things. Why not just keep him alive? And we just talk about him off screen. Keep yeah. his spirit alive. Keep his character alive. Because Paul Walker put a lot of work into getting through like seven movies and making this character super notable keep him alive fuck yeah i love that fair i love enough. that fine fair enough i'll give More you movie that. should do that it is heartwarming and nice that he's still alive in the in the movie franchise that brian's character. it makes it confusing though it makes it I very thought, confusing though, that he was dead i thought that that was his child that letty and dom were raising for him after he passed so that's you're wrong there do you have a second guess of who this small child named right i realized Lil I, was brian ro- I realized i was wrong because Brian, I I found out Brian was alive because he comes to their barbecue. Whoa, at that's the end of the spoiler! Movie. Come on, say that talking, wait, we said spoilers like twenty minutes ago. I dude. know, but that I like that part. Anyways. I realized, yeah, Brian rolls up in his fucking car at the end, so I'm like, oh, Brian's alive? What the hell? So <laughs> you I'm figured like, it out then? Yeah. Oh, that's really late in the movie to figure that. Well, out. That's I also, really I guess I kind of, I kind of figured it out when they were like, um. Brian's taking care of the kids like halfway through. And I was like, yeah, what Wait, the what? fuck does that mean? Like, how is, how is he taking care of the kids? Um, are about? all the kids dead? Yeah. I was very confused. I was like, what do you mean? Brian's taking care of the kids. Okay. But okay, then I, so... it was confirmed when, at, when he rolled up at the end of the movie. So, so I have it's no not effing idea who that kid is. Cause he said, Letty said he had it with someone else. Okay. Do you want me to explain who that kid is? Because it's... yes, I do. I've been okay, so confused. So, <laughs> So, um, oh, dude, I don't know how to say this without spoiling all the other movies, but... Dom um, cheats on Letty or Dom wasn't no. with Letty for Okay, a so Letty isn't in Fast Five. Okay. He isn't. And then, so another love interest comes in, in like, in the middle end of Fast Five, and she's with Dom. And she then dies at the, some point. So the end scene of fast five is we get the reveal that oh shit letty's might be around still obviously she's in this fucking movie so then the opening of six is um the new love interest saying i know how much you love letty if my husband was alive i'd go find him so then he leaves her respect he leaves her respectfully to go find but they've only been together a little bit. But then we but get they the reveal. No, 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 no. Hey, hey, hey. It gets weirder. And then we get the reveal in, I think, the eighth one that she is being held hostage <laughs> with their child that he didn't know about. Oh, no. And that's how the child dude. comes in. The kid in Fast 8 is Dom's kid. And I, I guess I just forgot about that. I think I've seen Fast 8. Yeah, man. Yeah, it's a Holy crazy shit, reveal amazing, of like dude. bringing back a past love interest to give a shot. Like it's crazy. That's, that's fucking amazing. So Dom was under the impression Brian. Letty was dead. Yes, everyone was. They had a funeral. <laughs> no way. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god, that's so dumb. That's but awesome. But she's back now. Clearly, so um, they're living life. Uh, they almost murder their friends who show up. 
But their friends aren't there for a nice picnic. They're there to be like, hey, let's do some more missions. And they go to the jungle. To be clear, Letty's fine with Dom conceiving a child with someone else because she because she was dead at the time or what what was going on yeah 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 and she may have had amnesia so she doesn't have memories what that's that's a plot point from an earlier movie so it's fine everything's fine she's fine with it they're back in love they're married now that's all we need to know holy fuck yeah crazy right so then we go to the jungle and do a mission pause pause again i have another question (laughs) okay okay i love the questions i love just trying to explain this universe to you why is the child's name Brian if Brian's alive still? Because <laughs> that's so fucking weird, it's, dude. It's so, in the context of the movie and the universe. Yes, so weird to name. That's like me naming my kid Guard. <laughs> right. With you being alive and in his life. <laughs> Imagine right now we both had sons named Guard and Stone. <laughs> I'm not going to name my son Guard. I apologize. Yeah, I'm not going to name mine Stone because that's so fucking weird, dude. That's super weird, and you're absolutely right. In the context of the movie, it's weird, but like this movie also breaks the fourth wall kind of a lot. So in that sense, it's kind of sweet that because Brian's like not around. I don't know. Whatever. So they it's named pos- him. I assume he was named that after Paul Walker died, correct? So I want to... Okay, so again... He meets his son already born as the son and mom are being held hostage. And he asks what his name is. He's like under a year old. And she goes, I don't know. I haven't named him. I wanted the (laughs) the father. I wanted the father to name him. The child didn't have a name for like almost a year. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then Dom names him Brian. (laughs) He had a middle name or something, I think. It would have made so much more sense as a tribute to name the character Paul. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, but that's also breaking, that's too much breaking the fourth wall, because no one's named Paul in the Fast Universe. You're not They wrong. should have just named him Paul because he thought it was a cool name, and no, then it would have been an awesome tribute to Paul Walker. No, you're absolutely right, but what? <laughs> His name's Brian, he hides in a hole, and then we go on a mission to... And to never see the child again, by the way. We see him at the end, there's a great line at the end, but we'll get to that later, dude. But... Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh we get to meet mr nobody did you think that um fucking that was the worst name of any character of all time yes i did yeah did you think that kurt russell was gonna be in this movie <laughs> nope yeah well that was a wild surprise to me and yeah I'm he's been really in the last out couple they drug kurt russell into this franchise and well he was kurt in the last russell, two quite frankly so... i'm pretty disappointed with your choices he was in the last two so it's been that that that's been done for a while now um, his plane went down, and he was. Carrying, Am I wrong? Is that uh, not the stupidest fucking name? I mean, they no, refer to him only as Mister Nobody the entire movie. No, and and like it, it, when they give him the name in the sixth, maybe seventh, maybe, um, he's like supposed to be like a CIA, CIA, like like no one knows who he is. So like it's yeah, it's tongue in cheek. But then referring to him name as Mister Nobody, anything else? Name oh, him yeah. Agent Zero. Name him yeah. like no, it's ice. very bad. Any literally any any noun, almost any <laughs> noun would have been better than Mister Nobody. Like I would rather them refer to him as Doorknob than Mister Nobody. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's an awful name. But name him he Jaguar. goes he, he goes down in a plane in some Central American country. And they have to go recover the thing on his plane with cars. But when they get there, 
They Let's see talk someone. about the choices really quick. And his name's Jacob. They find Jacob. John Let, Cena. Let's talk about... I'm using your much more detailed uh, plot overview to talk about things as they arise. I hope you're oh, okay Oh, oh, uh, just for the viewers, I took notes during the movie. It was dark. I was trying to take notes on a pad and with a pen because I'm not going to have my phone out and be that guy. Yeah, um, I didn't take they notes are, at all for that They are reason. so scribbly. I don't know what half of them are. I'll post a picture. They're insane. But, um, yeah, so that's helping us get through this somewhat. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about the jungle scene. They show up in wildly different vehicles. Yeah. And they're all so, really fucking stupid choices to show up in. Yeah, what do we got in the jungle? We have Dom in a charger. <laughs> yeah, we Dom have Letty in a Dodge a Charger. Bike. Um, the only good one is Ludacris with uh, the <laughs> girl whose name is Ramsey. They're in a Jeep truck. Yeah, that and one then, makes sense. And then fucking Roman, Roman. Roman is in this giant tank. But again, this is a payoff for the fans. Okay. Because in the eighth movie, in their last mission, it was a whole joke that he took a Lamborghini Murcielago to a Russian base to fight a submarine. So he's driving a Lamborghini around in the snow and on the ice. So this and time he's driving he got... a incredibly impractical. When we say tank, we don't mean one that has a gun turret no, on top. It's like a like a six wheeled armor vehicle. But it's a joke. Because it looks he's like, like a centipede, a, kind of made of. I metal. took a practical car. Now it's a joke. It's a callback to the eighth movie. It's fun for the fans like me. Fine, <laughs> fine, fine. Um, they do some stuff. They drive across to landmine field. There's lots of explosions. So many They're being chased because uh, as soon as they realize that, that someone has already... Or they recovered the shit, the hacker somehow, somehow hacks into the safe. Who is she, by the way? That is uh, Cypher, played by Charlie's Theron. You get her introduction. No, 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 no. Last uh, movie. Oh. No, no, no. The girl that breaks into the safe in the actual oh, play. Oh, the one that's riding in the car with Ludacris. Ramsey, yes. the girl, the hacker girl of the team. Yeah. Um, she showed up in the sixth, I believe, and uh, she is the creator of the God's Eye surveillance system. Oh my God! Okay, well, um, she and which is which a allows delight. them to tap into all the cameras. It's just like a fucking yeah. It was she was like she was what, introduced in like the seventh. A, they just ripped it off from the Batman sonar thing. So they it's can see absolutely it just the Batman sonar thing, but in Fast Universe. That's exactly what it is. You're absolutely Ramsey right. is a delight. She was the sole no, she's, bright she's, spot in this movie. She, every time she was on screen, I was delighted. Yeah, her man. Acting, she, her acting was great. Her lines were fun. She's yeah, a man, fun she's, character. She, so she's uh she's the. She's the person that hangs out with um, Daenerys as she's get freeing all the people yes, in a Game I of knew, Thrones. I feel like intrinsically I had something that I already liked her from, and I didn't no, realize that was it, but that makes sense. She's absolutely lovely. She's a joy when she's on screen. She's funny. She's badass. She, a refreshing presence to the absolutely. Uh, toxic masculinity of yeah, this entire and, franchise. And she's a, she's a fairly new addition from Seven, but... No, I'm glad they kept her through, and she's a fun she's a fun addition to the squad. Yeah, if everyone else dies in the movie except <laughs> her in the next one, I'd be stoked on that. Yeah, That'd the only the me. only person I'm mad that would die is Ramsey because she deserves better. Correct. Um, but yeah, they drive across a bunch of a minefield, a bunch of explosions, and then that we they get... have to go 80 miles an hour or faster in to uh, Ludacris calculated this on the fly somehow. Well, he's a hacker, to... so he knows math. 
yeah, he's really, really good at math, apparently, because he has calculated within seconds that if they travel faster than 80 miles per hour over the landmines, they'll go far enough away from the explosion yeah, before it's Yeah, he knows triggered. the blast radius. He knows that it's a half-second trigger. He knows that if you go 80 miles an hour, you're good or something. Every sure. single one of our heroes subsequently does not go fast enough. Uh, well, I think I think the, the joke is I think the joke is most of them by our heroes are going fast enough except for Roman who did not bring a fast car this time that's the joke I'm gonna go ahead and say bullshit to that Dom is driving a Dodge Charger this is a little Dude, bit of Dodge facts Charger and serious fast- with, with guard this time the Dodge Charger is a really fast car it's driving over uh, dirt and rocks and huge up and down hills no fucking way he was driving 80 miles per hour over that terrain I think he was a dirt bike uh, that she was riding, no fucking way that can even go 80 miles an hour uh, over How hills. How is a dirt and, bike not be able to go 80 miles bro, an hour? over hills and jumps and rocks and shit while explosions are literally going off under their tires. No guys, way she I, was driving 80 miles an hour. Guard, you're not an expert in cars. These guys are. I'm just saying dog shit to that, <laughs> that any of them were going 80 miles an hour. Especially, I mean, there's no way a Dodge Charger off-road can hit 80 miles an hour, dude. We're talking like three-foot, vertical three-foot changes in elevation of what they're driving over. I mean, I don't think a Dodge Charger could have made it over that terrain, quite frankly, of what they were driving on. Anyways, regardless of that, it doesn't matter because they do a much more insane thing where the bridge that they were looking at is a rope bridge and Dom wedges the tires into the suspension of the bridge and... Uses it like a like a rope swing to get across a giant um, cavern he, with he the ocean underneath to get onto another country so the government would stop chasing them. And of course he nails it. He purposefully wrecks into a bridge knowing that the uh, part of the wrecked bridge will lock underneath his wheel well and swing him over the gap. This is the beginning of they're no longer people and Dom is a superhero somehow. <laughs> um, I'll say something even more impossible happens before that, by the way. Oh, the, is that the introdu- introduction of the main character of this movie? No, no, no. That part's also impossible. But the mo- I think the most impossible oh. part of this scene, one of the characters, dr- uh, the bridge is a wooden bridge, like a suspension oh, yeah. <laughs> wooden bridge. Not, not big. It's made of wooden oh. planks. And the bridge falls down, like it's completely fallen down into the cavern. Someone drives up the collapsed bridge almost at a 90 degree angle and successfully uh, gets traction on it while they're both parallel to each other collapsed and then makes it over the you bridge. You say someone, his name is Tej, he's played by Ludacris. Yeah, whatever. Show, show, it's not Ja Rule, show him some respect. <laughs> yeah, Ludacris... Uh, defy literally. I'm not making this up. Literally defies gravity. Uh, in the most ridiculous scene Dude, I would uh, argue of this movie. I'm just gonna say gravity and friction don't exist in this universe. We're in a parallel universe yeah. where gravity and friction just kind of yeah do weird. Your wheels things. have to be pressing down to gain traction. They can't be going up a vertical, already collapsed bridge successfully. You're not wrong. But right before that, uh, as I was saying, we got to see the what I consider the main character of F9 when John Cena launches his car 
off a fucking cliff and is got caught by a plane wielding the main character a big magnet a big magnet got so much play in this movie a big magnet should be billed higher than vin diesel how much it got very much so very much so that's correct uh Theron catches his car mid-air with an expertly timed magnet deploy and a plane uh, and drives away flies excuse me flies away the driving of the the sky (laughs) yeah with the car attached to the underside of the jet yeah let alone uh, the jet was going 800 miles an hour and the car was going mm, 40 again none of that matters none of that matters we had a cool opening scene that was just the opening scene guard oh my god dude and then we learn about the plan. They're trying to hack everything. We get more flashbacks where we learn that the brother killed the dad or whatever. I'm getting flashbacks to how stupid this movie was. Um, dude, how? Okay, this is a this is a part of the movie that got me pumped. I hope it got you pumped too, because we got another flashback where uh, Dom says to Jacob as the young boys, he says, "I know you killed dad, so we're gonna have a street race." And if I if you win, I don't remember what happens. But if I win, you have to drive and never come back. You have to, leave town, you have to leave town because I don't want to kill you. But if you're here, I might kill you because you killed father. And he wins. Dom wins. He's the racer. It, but we got some Dom nice wins because uh, Jacob pressed his nos too early. By the dude, way, dude, such good throwback. Like I loved this scene because it was like taking place before. Mm-hmm. The Fast and the Furious, the first movie, like in the mid '90s, and you but see you like have, the characters in the this, background. You get you to see the crew. That? You get to see little Vince. You get to see little Einstein and everyone there. Oh, I loved that flashback, man. Here's a question for you. I loved it. Why'd they use the actual actors for that uh, and replace Vin and Jacob with total people that look nothing like them? I'm fairly certain those weren't <laughs> the the same actors. I There's, think they were. No, no, they're not. I I'm think they at just, the, like, reused the old footage. No, they're, I'm looking through the IMDb right now, and uh, they have young Letty, young Ellie, young Vince, and young Jesse. I don't know who Ellie is. Okay, well, they cast them a lot better then. Yeah, because, like, little Einstein and little Vince, like, just from their get-up, you knew who they were. And it right. was... Uh, to be fair, they also shot them from very far away. Yeah, yeah, they were b- blurry in the background. So they probably looked equally as bad, but, but you I, I really love that flashback. I love that flashback because it, it did feel like the original movie. That, that street race felt like it, and it kind of reminded you where you came from. And <laughs> now we're watching a plane with a magnet catch John Cena. Yeah, it's I also know. funny to think of little john cena crying as he <laughs> goes out of <laughs> I town i have to go like, i have to leave it's so funny to like look at the scrawny tiny little mm-hmm. dude that's supposed to be john cena just yeah. crying and then it and flashes then went, back to like super buff john cena and then he went and did all of the steroids and got enormous yeah um mia's back because it's her brother too because she's sisters with dom so cool i guess um what else happens oh the girls go to tokyo a little girls trip to tokyo yeah girls go to tokyo and uh ludicrous and whoever the other fucking guy is go to i don't know i literally have no idea where they, they go went, to germany now that i think about it sure they went to germany at the same place where they film uh every movie ever um that that the airfield 
it's the same place where they filmed like uh, Star Wars Force Awakens, like the end mm-hmm. scene where the rebel base is. Oh, sure. If you look for it, you see that that set a lot. But that's neither here nor there. They have a car that they put a jet rocket on. And, uh, yeah. Th- and they it said, explodes. Yeah, well, again, they said, you got, you, you've been driving 10-second cars. We got a two-second Fiero. Yeah, Gar- they drive a Pontiac Fiero. Gar, do you know about the Pontiac Fiero? I know of its existence. Can I tell you a little bit about it um, sure. and why this is funny? So the Pontiac Fiero. So uh, a little pretext. You know, have you seen the new Corvettes? Uh, I don't. I, I think so, yeah. The C9 Corvette, it just came out like this last year. It's a mid-engine. So the engine is behind the driver like a Ferrari or a Lamborghini okay, um, instead yeah. of in the hood like most American cars, right? Right. So the Corvette is the second med-engine production car to come out of the United States ever. The first was the Pontiac Fiero in the late 80s, early 90s. And the Pontiac Fiero, almost all of them got recalled because they exploded. (laughs) (laughs) So the Pontiac Fiero, to fit the engine behind the driver, they had to make a couple adjustments to it. You think the riders did that on purpose? I think they did. I don't trust them at all, man. But I think the, they got lucky. They had to shorten the uh, the uh, oil pan so the engine took less oil. It's a sports car that people ripped around, but mm-hmm. not many people realized, oh shit, I need to change the oil like way more often because it just takes less because the engine had to be built that way. Right. So they would just drive it way too hard for way too long and they would blow up. That's what they were known for. And um, funny wow. thing that happens in this movie, a Fiero with a jet engine on it blows up. Hilarious. Funny to car be clear, joke. For those of you that haven't seen this image yet, we ha- so we've tweeted it in flight from the trailer. Uh, the thing that's flying that we've tweeted uh, and Instagrammed, I think, is, is a Fiero with a jet engine. Yes. You may be confused because the jet engine is literally bigger than the entire car. Yeah, it's a little tiny car with an enormous jet engine. It's not. On it. I'm sorry. I'm saying jet engine. It's a rocket engine. Yeah. Um, I love that they use the Fiero for that. I love that Fiero. It just looks stupid, like ridiculous, and it deserves to be in this movie. A Fiero with a jet engine on it. Awesome. I love that. Um, yeah, I know. This movie's so conflicting for me, man. Is it just dumb fun or is it just dumb? I think it's dumb fun. I mean, and it's also Courtney a lot of dumb. Courtney liked it because Courtney enjoyed the movie because it was so dumb, but it oh, was like funny. Oh, let's do a, a, quick, a quick girlfriend review. How did Courtney yeah, feel about girl, it? Girlfriend review brought... Did Brie go to this with you? Oh, she sure did. Okay, girlfriend review She didn't segment. go with me. I took her and she uh, I would say, was yeah, patient with me. <laughs> Courtney graciously agreed to see this movie yep, with same. me. She was not excited to go, but she's a great girlfriend, so she accompanied me to the film. <laughs> yep. Uh, um... She enjoyed it. She thought it was incredibly dumb, but oh, yeah. she enjoyed it because it was so dumb. She was laughing at most of it. Oh yeah, yeah. No, Brianna was laughing at like some like what was supposed to be heartfelt. Brianna was laughing because it's silly and it's dumb. And any time they ever did a thing where they like be like, "Oh, it's Hans here." She looked at me. I looked at her. We like fist bumped. Like that's what you have yeah. to do. Watching we had a this very movie. similar <laughs> experience, Courtney. And I, yeah. Any time like a big. You could, I mean, you can feel like a weight of a movie, right? So anytime yeah. there's a big reveal, 
and Courtney has no clue what no, the, I, what the big reveal was. But she, obviously, she knew it was a big reveal. We'd both like kind of look at each other and be like, "Yeah, we do, like, we do a fist bump." We'd fucking, I, I was throwing up my hands, just excited because you there gotta was, be. Yeah, yeah, and that's fun. So I guess I did have fun watching it. There was a complication uh, with Courtney and I. Oh, to our right. I don't know if Courtney knew this. She was on my left, a couple seats down to my right. There was a couple that was heavily invested in the movie. The, Fuck this yeah, lady, dude. The, dude, she was fucking like tearing up at some Fuck point. I forgot yeah, to dude. tell Courtney about this after, so she's this is gonna be a great surprise for that her. That pumps but me up, dude. This lady was like, so she was making like hand gestures, and I thought it was so like stupid and funny that I was just assuming she was like doing the same shit I was, <laughs> like sarcastically throwing her hands. She up. was in on the joke, but she, she was. Wasn't. She wasn't in on awesome. it on the joke. She was like heavily invested in the film. <laughs> Where if any of the character, like when the guys go, okay, spoiler, they go to fucking space. <laughs> they go to space. Two of them do. Uh, what's his name? Raymond. Roman. Roman and and Ludacris go to space. <laughs> Roman and Ludacris, correct? Uh, she was terrified for them. She thought they could die at any second. I mean, she was like biting her fucking nails, she- worried about these two guys in space. Did she miss the part where they specifically looked in the camera and said, how the fuck are we not dead? Yeah. Did she miss that part? Uh, I guess so, because holy fuck, it was so obviously that they weren't going to die, dude. Oh, okay. Two things. Stone's theater experience. Happy to be back in the theater. Mm-hmm. Love it, because a movie's always more fun in the theater. Um, with theater comes shitty people again. I had to tell the adults of a group of people to stop having a out loud conversation during a fucking movie on opening night oh my gosh i fucking i love theaters and i love movies and theaters i fucking hate people (laughs) yeah i want to be rich enough that i can just own my own theater and i never have to deal with another shitty movie goer ever again that'd be tight people um and second thing we forgot to point out that (sighs) roman after he gets shot at a bazillion times and Mm -hmm. does not die he has a whole conversation where he's like i think we're immortal i think we and can't he's die. Dead, he's dead serious. He's like, he's dead we serious. are immortal. And like Ludacris's character kind of plays along and then goofs on him. But I also love that scene because it, the movie gets itself. It's stupid. Maybe they are immortal. Maybe we're in a fever it. dream I, I of Dom Toretto. I have the exact opposite take on that, dude. It, I don't, the reason you go to a movie is like, I mean, you want to have a good time. You want to, I think a lot of people like to imagine themselves as one of the characters. Like, what would I do here? If you know the characters are immortal, what is the fucking point of watching the movie, man? It's like... No, Brianna had that exact same point. They have... They killed off uh, Gal Gadot at a point, and they Ooh. killed off Han multiple times, but that didn't work. one of the main characters, work. you fucking cowards. You fucking... No, I and agree. keep them fucking dead. I... Uh, okay, so I agree with you for sure, but also... That's not what this movie is. I don't know. I'm I'm conflicted. It's so on it because... lame. It's so boring, dude. It makes it so boring no, that none of no, them can fucking die. You're absolutely right. Like, kill off an Avenger or two because like then the stakes are there and yes. your heart's beating. But also, I don't care about these characters, so I don't really care if they die. <laughs> so why kill off? I guess off? so. But like, my argument is like, if you know, if you start watching a movie and you know none of them are gonna die and the heroes are gonna win in the end every time. Who cares? Yeah, you're you're and, you're not and wrong. And you can get around that, like 
so Marvel's a great example. Like, they're going to win a lot of the time, and you yeah. can make the same argument. Like, you're going into Thor, Love and Thunder, and you're like, the good guys are going to win at the end of this movie, and no one's going to die. Why should I care? But it's written really well. They have jokes that are actually funny. <laughs> they have charismatic, good actors in it, and that makes up for it. Fast and Furious has none of that stuff, and their characters can't die. Why am I here? Guard, I agree with you 110% of everything you say. But where I'm at with this is you have to functionally have a switch in your brain between good and bad movies and be able to flick that switch, which I think I can really well because you know that I love dumb movies. You can better than I can, man. I, I have trouble flicking the switch with mine. And which, <laughs> which, is, which is totally fair. I'm totally envious fair. of it because you can enjoy bad movies and like oh, I and, love and a good bad movie. You still enjoy movies and realize they're bad. I just dwell on that they're bad. Maybe I'm cynical, man. Maybe I should try <laughs> to. Maybe this is a wake up call for me. <laughs> wake up call that you have too much negativity in your life. Yeah, dude. I'm just oozing out. I'm like I I'm like picturing just black tar coming out of my fucking skin right now. Getting all my negativity out of out of this uh, movie, so I can like feel good again. Yeah. Well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're again. You're not wrong on anything you're saying, but it, this isn't a good movie, and it's not supposed to be. I don't know. Anyways, Man, we lost that Vin Diesel spot. He's gonna cancel on us for <sighs> Dude, next time is. for sure. But um. Okay. Back to the movie. So we see the Fiero. It goes fast. We see all the the Tokyo Drift Boys, which I love. Again. Bringing back characters that we haven't seen for a while. Mm -hmm. Here for it. Um, then we go to Tokyo and we find Han and they have like a fight where they find that the key isn't a thing. It's a person because of course it is. And then uh, they, yeah. Holy and, hell. And then they scene. like get some magnets. <laughs> holy shit, dude. And the they put magnets, magnets in this movie. And was... then they put magnets in their cars and they do cra the craziest shit with magnets, dude. The craziest shit. Again, stuff that could never happen in, uh, you know, oh, the world that oh. we actually live in. I want to point out how they get the magnets. So they're like, they're doing a heist or, or they're trying to stop the bad guys from doing their bad thing or whatever. And mm -hmm. they find that they're disrupting, um, like, comms and, like, shit with a big electromagnet, like, in a courtyard. And uh, Ramsey finds the truck and gets in it and we get the reveal that she doesn't know how to drive, which is hilarious in this Holy movie. Shit, dude. And then she has a scene where she just drives a big truck and just smashes into things. Stick shift. She's never driven in her never life driven. and she driven in her life and she can drive a stick shift uh truck now. Very stupid, but I also love the scene of of Roman and Tej in the back of this truck having a a fist a fist fight and she's like fun. just yeah, struggling to fun. drive it. I thought the, that was their, a good their scene. two characters are pretty fun. Um the the uh Ramsey character is pretty fun. Let's talk about how magnets work in this movie really quickly. Oh, dude, they just do at whatever the they need to whim. do. <laughs> yeah, at the character's whim, they can change what ju what they just did with no factors or variables being changed. They can well, do something they... completely different in well, like five seconds later. It's an electric ma electromagnet, so they can make it a positive or a negative. Like, that's a thing, that's right? Fine. Sure, that's that fine. works. Here, here's what I have trouble with. Okay, okay, give it to me. Dom is driving a car with a magnet attached to it. Inside he... the back of it, yeah. Yes, he can, like, turn the magnet on and immediately the thing right next to him attaches to his car. Sometimes, yeah. <laughs> he can also turn it on 
and sometimes the metal stuff next to him is unaffected and then flies out behind him behind to him. impede yeah. the person driving behind him. <laughs> the flow of the magnet goes where it needs to go to progress the story in the dumbest way possible. They pull uh, Jacob's car through a building and Dude. catch the car inside a van with yeah. the magnet Makes without no sense. any of the other metal on either side or in between being pulled to them. Or causing the truck to, I don't know, maybe go towards the car. <laughs> magnets also move not just the things they're pulling you know it makes no sense it's again i it's so stupid but again i love it because they're like magnets they just do things (laughs) great yeah i mean it's i feel like this whole movie franchise is just a slap in the face to To anyone watching it and everyone watching it's like fuck yeah give me some more of those slaps dude dude fucking don't let a like a like a physicist like a like a college graduate in physics watch this movie don't they'll let a have, high schooler watch this movie, man. They'll ha- yeah, yeah, that is true. Don't, let, it, make don't let your kids watch this movie because they're going to grow up as dummies. <laughs> dummies. You're not wrong. Um, yeah. Let's get we- to the. Let's get to a, a huge part of the movie. I can't stand it any longer. What? Cajun and Roman go to fucking space in a Pontiac Fiero. Wait, wait. Can we? Can we do uh, before that? They capture Jacob. I don't know if I can, Stone. No, before that, they capture Jacob, and they're in this, like, weird Mr. Nobody's, like, secret lair or something. Right. But then, of course, the bad guys show up and to get <laughs> they, him back. By the way, the good guys say their entire plan in uh, easel, easily uh, hearing range of the bad guy. Yeah, Jacob's watching them describe their entire plan. From, like, five feet away. And plotting how he's gonna counter their plan and then all of his men show up and they like defeat him with magnets of course because mm-hmm. they have magnets and then at a point dom i just wrote in my notes dom smash and that's exactly what happens <laughs> dom, dom Fucking... takes on 15 to 20 grown men no it's awesome you like dom does crazy dom shit he beats people up he wins fights he it's taken to the nth degree now he has now like taken on every single bad guy that is thrown at him. And then at a point, he grabs some chains and just pulls down the concrete structure above him to take he everyone has Herculean down. Herculean strength somehow. It's insane. And some will argue uh, he was given great strength for the love of his family. And he was able to do something normal humans could not. He pulled down an entire building on top of him. I get what, yeah, you, that seems illogical, but uh, mothers have picked up cars to save their children. Think what Dom can do when he sees his entire family in right. danger. Dom he goes superhuman. Then, it's awesome. Dom then proceeds to drown. He, he drowns and has his life flashes before his eyes. This is where we get the bullshit we talked about of him beating Jacob in a race or whatever. So yeah, he, yeah, we get more He has like tracks. a five, he's underwater, not breathing for like probably five minutes or more. Oh, yeah. Writers didn't really think that one through. What a surprise. Uh, And then, uh, good news, he was saved by Letty, uh, who somehow pulled him out of a well like 50 feet in the ground that he sunk down into for like five minutes, and he's fine. Also, my favorite part about that is they get him, and then they go right back to their underground lair that was just infested with bad guys to rethink their plan. Yeah, the bad guys know where they are. Oh, yeah. Also, Han's here or something. Oh, <laughs> Han let's, shows up. Let, let's also quickly talk about the accent work in this movie. One, gratuitous 
uh, awful. The guy from the Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift, uh, Sean, Sean, sure, is supposed to be uh, what a Southern gentleman. Sure. <laughs> that is the worst, most horrific fucking accent I've ever seen oh, anyone try so to bad. do. It's, that guy should be ashamed of himself. It's so, so bad. If it's like that, the entire Tokyo Drift movie, I might quit this podcast. It's, I think he's doing it bad in this because a decade earlier he did it bad in um, Tokyo Drift and he's just leaning into it, which, you know, sure. Dude, that is like nails on a chalkboard listening oh, to also, that guy another fucking thing, speak. Where is he thing, from? I, I don't know. Not Tokyo. <laughs> he gets sent to Tokyo to live with his dad because he did a street race in the States. Sure. So he's just yeah, the whatever. American guy in Tokyo. Sean um, Poswell, sure. I want, I want, uh, I need your thoughts on something that is the most convoluted part of this movie is, um, <laughs> can you explain to me, uh, what happened to Han through the entirety of this franchise? Han, one of my oh, favorite no characters, yeah, no idea, he drives man. one of the best cars ever, the black and orange RX-7. I love it. What happened to Han, guard? Please explain to me, and I, just God give me your best knows. guess. Give me your uh, best guess. Han, from what I know, Han um, was some dude in Tokyo that taught people to drift, and then correct. Uh, for some reason, he got involved with like international spies. Uh, As for everyone no does. <laughs> Yeah, for no reason at all. And then he had his death faked for whatever other fucking reason. And then he revealed himself not to be dead. Uh, and he also took a job to steal uh, a human being. Well, I don't think and he then knew ended it was up a human protecting being. Her, and then ended up yeah. protecting <laughs> her for some reason. Yeah. Because so his storyline is, is really dumb. It's stupid. I want you to know that they've rewritten his death. This was the third time they've rewritten it. Sure. Yeah, that makes sense. Because in Holy 2000, hell, that Lucas Black guy's from Alabama. <laughs> yeah, man. How does he fuck up a Southern accent for when he's from the South? Oh, he's from Alabama. Yes, awesome. the actual actor is from Alabama. Right. I like. This isn't me being ignorant to what a Southern accent sounds like. By the way, my relatives all live in Tennessee. I've talked to a bunch of people from the South, and none of them sound <laughs> like that jackass sounds. Yeah, guards friends with people from the South, so he can say things like this. Yeah, I can, <laughs> and that guy fucked up bad. Oh, I love it. What was he doing? Just talk in your normal accent. He's from the South. Well, maybe he doesn't have one. Maybe he went to a liberal arts school, and he's, he's never... Oh, my God, that's so bad. <laughs> but, yeah, so Han died in Tokyo Drift in 2006. Yeah. He was then alive in the fifth, sixth, and seventh movie. And then okay. we realize in the end credits of the seventh movie that um, uh, Shaw, I think, uh, who is Jason Statham's character, actually murdered him. But then we learn in this that he Shaw thought he murdered him, but Mr. Nobody saved him. Awesome. Just keep rewriting it over yeah, and over and not? over again. This is what I'm talking about, slap time. in the face to, to people. They're like, who fucking cares? <laughs> he, Dude, he, but he could do whatever we say in this movie. Dude, I love it. And again, I love it because it is fucking dumb. Like, I get it. They rewrote his death three times, but sure, why not? We've thrown all the rules out the fucking window. Yeah, we are. Kill you him again, bring him back again. Who cares? As hell, by the way, Stone? 
Sure. And then I'll be done with this topic <laughs> since you're trying to get us off of it. I'm trying to keep the mood light and fun. <laughs> Lucas Black's net worth is $8 million. Yeah, man. he's uh, He was in like NCIX for like years and years and years. Or That's NCIS, probably... yeah. New Orleans for five years. He is an awful actor. Again, you you say that, and he isn't great in this, but I also think that this is a a payday that who cares, and people are just showing up because showing up's Dude. all they have to do to get the money from this movie. Dude. Um, and it's fine. Why whatever. does who that cares? guy deserve $8 million for his body of work? <laughs> Holy Dude. hell, I hate the whole world. Dude, have you seen NCIS? It's not great. It's just They just make a lot of them. It's what my fucking grandma loved to watch so many like the the population of earth funds so many people that don't deserve to have a lot of money yeah man let me introduce you to chris brown <laughs> oh my god dude. anyways don't want to get the uh, the, the brown heads all over me <laughs> i'm they're called the brown heads i doubt it dude i think they probably have a different name no they're sure. the brown heads shout out to I, the brown that heads seems controversial almost <laughs> Um, where are we in this? Uh, oh, <laughs> can we talk about, okay, we're at a part. The fan base's nickname for Chris Brown is Team Breezy. No, they're the Brownheads. Hey, where are no, my Brownheads at? definitely Team Breezy, dude. No, no, no. No, let's start a new thing just for fun. Chris, Bra- Chris Pine's fan, fan base nickname is the Pine Nuts. Brownheads. Anyways, um. <laughs> I'm off the rails at this point, man. Can we talk about the cars in this movie a little bit? Because this sure. is a movie about cars. When are we going to talk about Raymond and Ludacris going to space? After dude? we talk about the cars. Holy okay? hell, man. I want to talk about That's the cars. That's all people are listening to this episode no, for. No, we'd have car fans. Shout out Jay. <laughs> Come on. we really Shout out Jay. Jay. Wow, you got two in this episode. Um, The cars. I'm going to some, some peanut butter cool cars talk about these fucking cars, man. Did you not love the fucking charger that Dom drove in most of this. Did you did yeah, you did you get tight. off as did you get a huge boner like I did when you saw this car? Yeah, it was tight. It uh why was it tight, guard? <laughs> I don't know. It was painted a cool color and it was fast and had good lines on it. It's black, which I think is funny that you think that's the cool color it was painted. <laughs> <laughs> no, this was a special Dodge Charger because it was a med engine Dodge Charger. The engine sure. was behind him and you could see it when he was driving it. Mm-hmm. Normally, Dodge Chargers, the engine's under the hood, obviously. That's why was... I thought it was cool, yeah. <laughs> That's what I meant to say. Guard, humor me, come on. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It was a cool car, man. It was a cool car. Um, There was an Acura NSX. They drove that, Roman and Tej. I love that car. Shout out Acura. <laughs> There's a Pontiac Fiero that had a jet not engine. Not a sponsor, not a sponsor, not a sponsor. Okay, and then my last car, because again, this is, it was callbacks to other cars, and it was car-related references, when Han shows up in the fucking Supra. Mm, that was neat. What because about Brian's the, car? The Supra just came back, and it's painted like his RX-7, it's orange and black, and then at a point, Jacob gets in it, so it's two real brothers this time, looking at each other, Ooh. not... One's in a Supra, one's in a Charger. It's 20 years after two other brothers drove the exact same cars. I don't know. Again, fun. It's, that was it's, a fun scene. When they fun. When they, like, acknowledged each other as not yeah. enemies, that was fun. Yeah, dude, having the Supra in the color, like, the Han color scheme, but also having it be a orange Supra, like in the first one. Mm-hmm. Mwah, chef's kiss. The new Supras look fucking sick. Um, okay, I'm done talking about cars. 
since Gar doesn't like to. <laughs> man, I'm I like talking about cars. I'm just so cynical about that. I'm out of pocket at this point in the podcast, man. <laughs> guards, guards, slowly losing his mind. What do you want to? Okay, let, we're going to space. Yes, thank God. We're going to I'm space. I'm going to put a timestamp. I'm going to comment under our Twitter announcement of this and put a timestamp of when we went to space. In oh the my podcast. gosh, we are deep into this, and I'm getting hungry and sweaty. So I'm starving. I'm cranky. <laughs> it's cranky it's making for a great episode but yeah so so we learned that so the four okay to get the big hack to get nukes or something um we need two parts of the round computer we need the key which is a human and then we need to hack a satellite so the bad guys do this launch the uh, satellite into space yeah to get the thing on there which they don't even send the they don't send the device they've absconded with into space, so I'm confused why. No, any, it's like why they it's had to on a space. truck because again, oh, also we forgot there wasn't obligatory women dancing around car scene. Um, yeah, because of course there is. Lots so of if they don't have to put the device in space, why do they have to put anything into space? I don't really understand. Okay, so again, the bad guys plan. They loosely told us what it was. Right, yeah. like, Extremely like somehow heavy emphasis on like, the loose. They watched a, a a rocket launch, and they're like, "The government's gonna be all over us." But they didn't say what they did with that rocket, or like why it was needed. It's just like it's a rocket because space. <laughs> like that's so that's yeah. So we know for them. some reason, so their device can communicate with their device in space. Or Why something. can't it communicate with other devices in space? I don't we know. don't know. No but one then knows. to counter the bad guys doing a thing with a rocket. We send uh, Roman and Tej. Tej and Raymond are going into space. Roman. <laughs> they go into space in their Fiero wearing suits and then wearing they scuba diving gear, to be clear. They literally, they can't get the hack off, so they ram a, yeah. a satellite with a car. Are you fucking kidding? So Whilst stupid. wearing scuba diving suits. And then not only that, again, skipping and the ahead, la- they, to be they clear, save the day. The lady three seats over from me on the right terrified at this point in the film she thinks her beloved raymond and <laughs> ludicrous are they going finally to pass met away. their match and it's space but we learn that they don't they save the day obviously by ramming they, it obviously they don't and die then, and then how do they get saved guard they show up to the international oh space station space what is a massive place let me just say dude it is a speck it's and that's the thing is space where the international space station would be located is like the earth but bigger and somehow they Correct. just happen upon the international space station yeah. and that's how they get saved of course of they course. float uh and somehow they're still breathing by the way because their car's fucked up uh it's like open to the space yeah they're in they're space. like free it's like icing up but not completely for some reason so like the vacuum of space is in their fuselage, but somehow not completely. Holy it's, hell, why it doesn't am I make even any bothering sense. breaking down? No, it doesn't make right any now? sense, but that's how they had to have a r- way to get them back, and the only way they could was International Space Station. So, sure. While There's that's a litany happening, of problems with that still. How did no, they yeah. make it from their scuba diving suits into the International Space Station? There's an we air hatch, it's right? Not, it's not shown. It's not, but we know they're safe. That's all we need to know. Mm-hmm. Back on Earth. <laughs> mm-hmm. We are doing another thing that has to happen in every single... Yeah, yeah. A thing that has to happen in every single Fast movie is there's a semi-heist. Awesome. Yeah. 
But mm-hmm. this one has everyone's favorite character, magnets. <laughs> <laughs> so it they has do a hella thing. magnets. They in do it. some car stuff. Um, there's multiple times where Dom spins his car to like hit another car to save a falling person, which is fucking insane. Oh yeah, Dom catches human beings with his cars like at least two times. My I favorite, yeah, my favorite action sequence is John Cena like jumps or falls. Dom hits a car with his car. The car he hits hits John Cena's character, Jacob, and slingshots him onto another moving vehicle where he lands mm-hmm. safe and Purposely. sound. Purposely. He's doing it like he's, he can control his car so well. Again, no physics. No anything happening here. It doesn't make any sense. But Also, the- I'll just say <laughs> someone falling from 20 feet uh, like that would have died if they hit pavement it's not going to like break the fall that much if they fall no. 17 feet no, into no, a no, metal no. car. No. Like it's they treat cars like they're driving mattresses with wheels in this. Yeah, it's like, like in they're this movie if you fall in a car you're set at no matter what height you fell from, you're falling on a metal still. Yeah, guard, I want you to know that um Catching people with cars is something that I can think of three other movies where it's happened in this franchise. So it's a trick Dude, they've like, gone back to multiple yeah, times. Like borderline worse than falling on the ground, right? Because the car is moving, so you're going to collide I, with something harder. I don't. But it's moving at the same rate they're moving. I don't know. Again, yeah, but the opposite way. It, like it's not like they're. Uh, so I could get behind it if they were like. I still wouldn't get behind it to be clear, no. but. If they were, like, being <laughs> launched forward and the car then also came up in the air on, like, the same trajectory, like, kind of bumped into them and landed, it'd make a lot more sense than a car coming towards them while they're falling. That would, I don't know my math and physics on this, but the impact would be greater than if they had just fallen on the ground. No, you're absolutely right. It doesn't make any sense, but it's just a way to say they survived. Speaking of bad physics, man, Han mm-hmm. comes in in his Supra. Um, guard ha- or guard, <laughs> Dom has his charger. I'm losing it. I'm losing don't it. Put, yeah, don't don't. Keep Dude, I'm comparing you to Vin. That's you. a great compliment. Yeah, that is tight. He he looks ripped in this movie, though. Dude, way. he does look fucking yoked. He looks great in this movie. But anyways, they come up side by side on this like armored semi thing that has multiple sections to it, and like somehow get it to just flip no like tail over nose that's not how gravity or friction or anything works no they're using they're latched onto the front of it with magnets and then they break and it like flips like long ways like like the semi in the dark night over its nose yeah but that one makes way more sense than this anyways so what those guys what they're saying in this movie is those two cars brake power is so great that they're they can break against a huge semi accelerator. No way. Those cars weigh a fraction of what that does. Again, physics don't don't matter. Physics yeah. don't matter. And we right. know that because after it flips upside down, this truck, okay, I want to talk about the very end sequence of this. They flip this truck upside down. It is now on its roof, just careening down the road, still going as fast as it ever has. Friction, get out of here. We don't have any right. of it. Dom gets into this upside down <laughs> sliding oh semi thing. Scene of the movie, I he think. gets the the computer thingy that he needs to stop the big hack or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then he goes, well, "What do I got to do now?" There, he somehow makes an explosion 
to flip the right this beast. He flips it right side up. Yeah, now he he's wrangling like it. like throws a grenade at himself to, to right flip, the vehicle. Yeah, so now it's and right to, again, side up. Again, to be clear, the, <laughs> the, the vehicle is sliding for like five so real-time minutes at least. I would say probably more than that. And it's going just as fast. the same velocity <laughs> as when it was driving. Yeah, there are cars next to it still just driving like full speed. And it goes like up and down hills at the same speed it's on its crazy. side and back. But like it never but comes to yeah. Because it's Dom so writes it with a grenade. And then what does he do? He sends it off a cliff into a plane. Yeah, he purposefully launches it into a plane being piloted by Charlize Theron. Finally, I'm like, well, it's a villain. But at least someone dies in this movie. At least nope. there's some sort of stakes. Nope. Psych. Psych. Big She's psych. remotely piloting it. Also, um, side note, I, I kept laughing every time they showed Charlize Theron's character, Cypher, which of course the hacker's named Cypher. Hilarious. Yeah, why not? She why has not? a fucking simple jackass haircut. It looks so dumb. <laughs> she looks like... Which dude, is crazy. She's done, she literally has the same haircut as Simple, simple Jack, Jack in Tropic yeah. Thunder, dude. And also, her haircut last movie was somehow like worse than... Or like that's somehow worse than her haircut last movie, which was egregious. She had like... Yeah, like shitty white person dreads. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. the whole time, whenever she's shown, she's in like a jail cell. Her jail cell is a completely is a transparent box, box in the middle in of the, a room, yeah, surrounded by surrounded by like lights, like long tube lights standing on end in like a it's perfect in the circle yeah. pattern around her. It's the dumbest thing I've ever seen. It's in the villain's headquarters. Taking up so much space. So, like, when they're planning and everything, she's just listening to them. Yeah, because she's, like, helping or something? I don't know. Yeah, and it's like, yeah, what you were saying. It's like the the lights that are, like, in, in like, industrial buildings. In, like, a rap music video. Yeah, they're, like, <laughs> standing up vertically all around her. Like, on the ground? Okay, whatever. That's a side note. So then we blow up the plane, and then Jacob's like, I'm good now, or something. <laughs> Yeah, because the knows? bad guy he was working with double crossed him, right? Um, he but finds I also out he don't was double crossed. So, but so all the heinous shit he's done up until this point has been forgiven for some. It's reason. been forgiven because he's been double crossed. But also, he did I mean, so much murdered. bad shit. Yeah, he's like straight up murdered a lot. But he's family or something. And then <laughs> uh, Dom is he at the goes... barbecue at the end? I kind of checked out. By no, that he point wasn't. In the movie. Okay. So that, but then okay, so they send him off the ledge, and Dom goes. One time, someone gave me a 10-second car and forgave me. And then right. he gave him his 10-second car and let him drive away after horrific war crimes. Yeah, he's, he's, he's horrific war, war crimes. crimes. Yeah. He's he tried to kill you Geneva and Convention. your family a lot. Yeah. He's literally broken the Gen- Geneva Conventions, and Dom's like, ah, fuck it. I uh, fuck it. I get someone gave he's, me a ten second car one time. On. He's my brother. He's my bruv. Here's your the keys. Take care of her. Get on and out of here. And then Jacob he drives away for some fucking reason. And then we end with a barbecue at the Toretto household. Um, yeah. Which again, everything up until now is dumb. A great little button on the end. Everyone's safe. We're all there. We're drinking. A bizarre Coronas. scene where we realize Roman and Tej lived, and the first thing we hear them say is complaining about the food not being done done in time. Yes, correct. Weird. Um. He says, "Guess Why what? Did the Lil, add that part. Lil Brian's old enough to say grace, 
baby he's saying grace because that's a thing yeah. dom does <laughs> and then, and then we goes, go i have no idea what to say <laughs> brian's I'm like small, i don't know what to say <laughs> i'm a tiny child um he literally says i don't know what to say just just the lines do what, in this movie are so stupid just do what the mad scientist did and thank the lord above for titanium mm-hmm. valve springs which Dude, fucking, res- we need more respect for the original crew. They kind of got shafted here. Anyways, that's not yeah, a part of this. what the fuck happens to those guys? Nothing, apparently. But then they go, but there's one- They're not one... family anymore. I mean, fuck them, right? Dude, like, they, they were family. Dom's whole thing is family. He calls them family, and then we, like, never hear from them again. I want to say that Vince shows up in, like, the fifth or sixth, but I don't think anyone else does. Um, bullshit. Bullshit yeah, artist, Yeah, so much for me. Dom's big family thing. Yeah, but then they say there's don't one the, seat. Don't 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 bring the greasy string. <laughs> Bullshit artist. But then there is one. They say there's one seat left. A Nissan GTR pulls into blue. the driveway. It's blue. We know someone that drives blue Nissans. Credits roll. Brian's still alive in the universe. You love to see it. And he hangs out with them. And he's and he's there for dinner because it's family. And that's yep. this movie. Mm-hmm. So concludes Is Fast Nine. Still listening? No, of course no, not. No, it's only you and it's, I. We're just, just talking, talking to each other, friends at this point. Yeah. Um, Let's did do you a stay- code word. If anyone tweet at us, uh, tweet the word bullshit. Tweet bullshit artist at us if you are here right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a good, that's a good one. Um, and then did you stay for the the end credit scene? Uh, yes, I don't remember what it was, though. Um, Shaw, played by Jason Statham's, is beating oh, up right. a person he's, in a, in a, in a, in a punching bag. He, like, has a person zipped up. He's out of a punching bag, and we find out someone's inside of it. And then someone knocks on his door, and it's Han, which is a big reveal because he was the one who tried to kill Han, but Han was saved by Mr. Nobody. It's a lie. Mm-hmm. Oh, and at also, this point, I don't fucking care. At also, all. can I... Okay, uh, this is this is a thing from... I was just skimming through my notes. <laughs> at a point, Dom's in trouble. Mm-hmm. And then some people show up and save him. And he goes, oh, thanks for saving me, brother. And I put down the note, Nicki Minaj is here, question mark. Oh, one, fuck, yeah. I one, it's she not Nicki Minaj. Movie. It's Cardi B. <laughs> Cardi B, yeah. Sorry. I'm not hip with Courtney the kids. knew it was Cardi B, by the way. And then I go, what the fuck? Where, when was she in the movie before? We are, it's, it's as if we should know who this person is, right? right? And I'm yeah, like, I've seen all this way. movies and I don't remember her. Do you want to know who she is, Guard? Sure. I have no fucking clue because this is her first appearance <laughs> in the franchise. Shut the fuck up. Are you serious? I'm not shitting you. I went <laughs> to look through her IMDb. She's not in any other of these they movies. Act like Tom like knows who she is, and she says, "I've got my own crew now." So we, so we're. Are you saying that none of that happened on screen? No, none of it. They're setting up an this all like ladies whole... spinoff. Oh my god! I, I think no they idea. are. Which is crazy I mean, too, because every wow. there was a ton of who the fuck is this guy? And I scratch my brain awful and I think, writing. oh, I think maybe they were in this movie for a bit. Like, everyone had that. She shows up, does the same thing. I have no idea who it is, rightfully so, because it's her first fucking appearance. What Insane. awful, horrific writing that brutal. this movie. That's so bad, but whatever. Who cares? They just and, shoot, they're just like out of nowhere. They're like, I mean, <laughs> literally, she's in the movie for like 30 seconds. Her role is that she like 
saves Dom and like pretended to be a police officer or something <laughs> and lets him go. She's in the movie for like 30 seconds and we're led to believe like she like Dom knows her and has worked with her before. Yeah. And so I'm just going to go ahead and say ugh. Justin Lin, Chris Morgan, Gary Scott Thompson and Daniel Casey. You are awful at your jobs. You should be ashamed <laughs> of yourselves. Um, Boo. Justin Lin's, Justin Lin's made good movies. Hey, I don't know, man. All I know is from right? this, and he did a dog shit job on this. He, uh... He... So all that stuff I was saying earlier about how how well he did directing, what he had to work with, he contributed to what he had to work with, so... No, he very much did. Um, so really bad job, you four. I guess he did one of the Star Treks, but my, probably my least favorite Star Trek, so I guess. Eh. I think I want to say Gary's the worst uh, contributor. I think he's like pretty much only done uh, Fast and Furious movies. Well, it's based on characters on a bunch by of them. He didn't have anything to do with this movie. He just directed the first one. He has a screenplay credit. I mean, it's the credit I'm seeing is based on characters created by. Gary okay, Thompson, so he but. just gets shit for it. Like, so he did all right for the first movie, and then he just gets shit because he's associated with the train wreck. Yeah, he's just still cashing checks because he created the name uh, Dominic Toretto, which good for him, to be honest. Did he think that he'd still be cashing <laughs> Fast and Furious checks 20 fucking years after he directed the first movie? Probably not, and good for him. He yeah, won. Good for him, I he guess. Won. I, I don't know, man. Anyways, yeah, that's this, this movie. guy. This guy. Did, <laughs> this guy. I don't know who. I mean, who the hell is Daniel Casey? He was. A, he's been a screenwriter on like five movies, and I haven't heard of any of them except F Nine. How in the hell did he get this job? He was the. He wrote Kin, which is a movie I think I saw a trailer for once. He's uncredited for Ten Cloverfield Lane, which was okay. I, how did he get this job? I hate Hollywood, dude. It's just pure nepotism. Oh, a lot of it is. A lot of it or is. Or who you know. Like, goddamn. There's so many talented people that never get a shot, and Daniel Casey does. That's that's a damn shame. That's a <laughs> that damn is, shame. That's a damn shame, and I think that's where we're going to leave uh, this movie. Guard, final thoughts on Fast 9? Uh, it was an insane ride. Go see it if you want to see an insane movie that doesn't make any sense. No logical sense. Please, if you do, support a better movie to counteract this oh. one. That's gonna. That should be our 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 call. It, for every dumb shit movie you see in theaters, because I see them and I love them. Go see a good movie. <laughs> Support a good movie. If you don't know what a good movie is or what we're talking about, see a twenty four movies. They yeah, hire go... people that aren't from only nepotism. They hire people based on talent. Yeah, yeah. Maybe if you see, do some research, and if if your theater's playing something you've never heard of, maybe look into it. And maybe you'll like it. Maybe it'll Google, open your mind. Google of movies. <laughs> the career of the person before the movie, and if uh, they're related to someone that's a billionaire, maybe pass on that one. Maybe, yeah, just maybe. Um, but I had fun watching this movie. I had fun talking about a, it with you, guard. I did too. I, I, I will say I've had a blast talking about it. Um, Courtney liked it because she thought it was funny that it was bad. I mean, like overall. Am I mad or upset I saw this movie? No, not by any means. I had a blast talking about it with you for an hour and a half just now. Go, I mean, go see oh. this movie. You know, it's it's fun. It's stupid as hell. Guard, uh, I'm watching it now. I'm exhausted. We've been talking for so long about a very stupid movie. 
also more negatively than we used to or than we normally do <laughs> if this is your only introduction to our podcast oh, we're usually God. much more positive yeah go listen to the rest of it because guard this did have like direct relations with the fast and the furious which is fun because that opens up more dialogue for that as we've continued to talk through it so yeah, yeah i mean again it's just more dumb stuff to talk about and i'm here for it i agree i'm gonna go take a shower i think we dispense with other stuff this week unless you have one stuff. no no i'm good um <laughs> i'm good i watched my other stuff will be i watched some more f9 and it was or f9 fuck me dude i watched more <laughs> f1 Formula like, One Jesus, racing, dude. and it was good. Last week's French race was great. This week's was pretty decent, but um, I got up at 6 a.m., and I've already cleaned the floors and done the dishes and uh, had breakfast and had a whole pot of coffee and then talked about this dumb movie with you for an hour and a half. Well, hour 40 at this point. <laughs> I've been watching the UEFA Cup, and it's been a pleasure. It's been a delight the whole time. Well, I'm happy for you. So I don't, to be clear, people that don't know me, I do like stuff sometimes. (laughs) Uh, Well, Stone, I think it's time for our sign-off. I think it is, Guard. Uh, So uh, uh, that's all the time we have tonight. But as always, uh, good night and good news. Dude, how can you just rip off Ted Baxter from the Mary Tyler show like that? How the fuck did you know that? (laughs) All right, whatever, man.